0: Well, friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We continue to talk about experiences this summer. Experiences are a big deal to us at Stay Forth, and we believe that there is little power in information alone. Now, is it powerful to have the right data and the right information? Of course. However, if we don't transform that into action somehow, it's actually just one more thing that we're going to forget. And today, we're going to continue to dive deeper into experiences, but we're actually going to go back to our ladies' experience that happened just a few weeks ago. Obviously, I was not there, so we brought one of our coaches and one of our curators of experiences, Chelsea Hill, to the podcast. Chelsea, great to have you.
1: Hey, Alan. Thanks so much for having me today. Super excited to be here and super honored for the opportunity.
0: I'm pumped to dig in. I obviously wasn't there, but I heard some great things. Uh, about the Rocky Mountain Renewal that happened just a couple of weeks ago. Um, but first, why don't you just introduce us a little bit to yourself uh, and some of the coaching you do and some of your heart behind curating these experiences.
1: Absolutely. So um, as Alan said, my name is Chelsea Hill. I am one of the coaches on the Stay Forth team. And um, a couple of the areas I'm focused on and passionate about right now are helping people understand their unique wiring and practically incorporating that into, into their day-to-day lives, helping people um, through seasons of transition because as you better understand your unique wiring, there are bound to be transitions that come with that. And then in general, just helping people live more freely and fully fully themselves. So what's holding you back from being completely you in your unique design, your unique wiring and how do you get you, how do we get you in your lane? Was there another question you asked me in that?
0: Always. Many, (laughs) many more questions. Um, Experiences. Experiences. So your heart to coach and lead people through transitions, you know, makes total sense. You get to do that each week as a coach. Talk about your heart to curate experiences. They're a ton of work. Why do you care that much that you would dive in for all the prep work and then to curate these experiences?
1: Yeah, um, I have always been really passionate about Creating and curating meaningful, hospitable experiences for people to remove them from their day to day environments, day to day work, day to day whatever. Um, because I believe transformation happens when you get a chance to pause, be around new people, and be in a new environment. And so if we have the opportunity to um, curate an, opp- uh, an experience so that people can get away, take a breather, have some rest, have some amazing gourmet food, being community, and experience transformation through the conversation that happens, then absolutely, I'm all in. (laughs) Why why not do that?
0: So we've always needed experiences. Like that always has been a thing. Yet, um, right now, we have a ton of technology, a ton of overwhelm. We're stuck inside of our own heads. Um, We're hearing more and more about exhaustion and overwhelm. Do you believe they're more powerful today? And if so, why? If not, then push back.
1: Absolutely. Um, we live in a culture that doesn't give us permission to really take a break and care for for ourselves. We have the cliche word self-care that I think is just thrown around, um, all the time, but how do we actually practically apply it to our lives? It's more as another thing to add to the list rather than something to, um, practically incorporate into our lives. So, What if it was more, okay, let's incorporate self-care into our lives and go on an experience so we don't reach burnout and in the process remove a few other things. Um, But yeah, we need, we have to give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves. We have to give ourselves permission to breathe and um, maybe even sometimes consider a different way of moving forward.
0: Yeah. Okay. So these are super different from our retreat. Uh, I'm a stickler on language, so I don't let people say retreat because unfortunately we've been on some retreats that were advances. Um, we had the expectation we were going to go rest. We're up at 7 a.m. We're getting you know, 18 hours of talks throughout the weekend. Um, conferences, a lot of information kind of shoved down our throats. Uh, again, I've spoken at conferences before um, and I'm not saying that those are awful. They're just very, very different. So take us to this experience. What do we mean by an experience and sort of let us into that picture of what's unfolding during this ladies experience a couple of weeks ago.
1: Absolutely. Um well for this last one it was located in beautiful Buena Vista, Colorado, so we were in the mountains. So imagine waking up breathing the mountain fresh air. Gorgeous place. Stepping outside, seeing the mountains, um hearing the river that's just right down the road, downtown is in walking distance and um Being walking into the dining room to be welcomed with a cup of coffee that's already been made for you. You don't have an agenda, you've got nothing you have to add or bring to the day. Your responsibility is just to come and be served and to simply be and exist. Um, Imagine gourmet charcuterie boards that are around every corner of the schedule and um, rafting experiences, getting to go sit in the hot springs, getting to sit around the fire. Or a seven-course meal and just have some of the most life-giving conversation um, that, just, that just happens over a meal.
0: So that's very different from regular life. And that's very different even from something like a conference, right? Where we're sitting and we're waiting for all the content to, to come to us. It's active and yet not exhausting. Uh, There's engagement in that. Um, You you kind of just briefly pushed over something that I want to stop on for a while is sort of pausing, not bringing something to it. Mm -hmm. If you're a leader listening to this, you know how to bring value, period. You serve. Sometimes we over serve, we over function. um, We show up and we think my value in this experience is what I can bring to it. Um, And that's obviously a sacrifice that you and Karen took as the curators and the hosts here so that other people don't. Talk about that. What's the value of coming to a place where we actually, instead of serving and instead of pushing out, we get to receive and breathe in?
1: It means you get to rediscover yourself. Um, It's so easy for us to lose ourselves. Too many of us lose ourselves in the day-to-day hustle and bustle of um, running the family and running the job or or the uh, business or whatever it is that you're running. we lose lose track of ourselves. We um, lose track of how to engage with, how am I doing emotionally? How am I doing spiritually? How am I doing physically? And when you are able and invited into coming to a space of simply being with nothing to offer, it allows you to put down your guard. It allows you to um, put down any expectation that I have to offer value because you don't. And you'll see that people struggle um, in that process. Everybody wants to help with the dishes and the meals. And we just over and over again say, absolutely not. It's not your space. And after the first two or three times of asking, they they get the hint. Yes, that's right. We do have rules
0: on these experiences. (laughs) You will not serve. You did not fly on a plane, come to Colorado to serve. We're taking care of that as a team. It's disorienting. Yeah. To show up and not be able to do that. And you said they want to serve. Yes. Um, either it's a want or we just don't know how to not do that.
1: I think it's that in that they <laughs> they see the dishes and there's we're so used to coming alongside to help. And as Alan said, provide value. And there's the expectation that if there's things to be done, we all have to step in and help yeah. get the thing done. Sure. Of um course. But yes. you're not allowed to do that on our experiences. You you are only allowed to come totally. and be in community, eat a lot of food, and rest.
0: And that's hard. That is and hard. <laughs> we intentionally want to disorient leaders on our Stay Forth experiences um, because I've been to a whole lot of things where we all pitch in. That's great. This is not a work weekend. This is not... Uh, teaching and pouring out and all the things you normally do. It's its so important. We want to step, set the stage for that. So take us back, describe a couple of the things that make this experience special. Now, they could be just little mm-hmm. things, but things that you think make these Stay Forth experiences special and unique in addition to just receiving the whole time.
1: Yeah, this particular experience, because it's so close to being on the heels of COVID, um, held, I think, a special a unique specialness, uh, to it because everybody's coming or came with it, just trying to reorient life and what does life, life is newly defined and what, do, how do we step into that newly defined life, um, and keep ourselves healthy in the process. And so not only is everyone coming out of COVID, um, but because of COVID communities have been broken either because of the political chaos that's happened or just because we've not been able to stay in touch. There's many different reasons. So this particular one, it seemed that everybody who came on had a very high need for community and a safe place to come as themselves without having to double think if the thing that they are saying or expressing is the right thing to say or the wrong thing to say. Um, They're able to come freely and fully themselves Bring all of the garbage to the table, whatever they wanted to bring, and they were welcome. Um, and it's been really beautiful to watch. Even now, now we're probably ten days ish p- past our experience, and this group of ladies, the greatest need definitely was just a group of ladies to live life with. And so um, the text threads and the Marco Polo videos have been going nonstop for the last few days because that's just naturally what this particular group of ladies need. So it's been really cool to just watch that friendship happen and watch that community build and um, everyone support one another as they go back to their lives in yeah. Texas or Arizona or wherever yeah. they're at.
0: That's good. And we don't, we don't pressurize that. Right. 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 We're not yeah. here to define here's what friendship looks like. We've had zoom calls afterwards to so just check in yep. um, with a lot of leaders. Some people say, I don't want any more zoom calls. Marco works better for me. Text threads. Um, And we leave that open, which I think is important to say that some don't come on this saying, I'd like to connect with other people afterwards. And yet they'll leave the freedom to be able to do that. Um, You said the word safe. I think it's really important that we create a safe space on these. The fear of getting canceled, the fear Mm -hmm. of saying something dumb that will be tweeted and retweeted um, is real for leaders. We live inside of both echo chambers and just really pressurized Spaces, um, maybe we felt like we we have to put on a brave face, even just for our kids to be mm-hmm. able to get through because they're struggling too. Yeah. For our teams, we can't be honest and say this has been really hard, and here is my fear, here is my challenge, and we do want to create that safe space. So you kind of pushed over that briefly, but I want to make sure we emphasize that yeah. a lot of safe or a lot of spaces are not safe; they're very dangerous. Yep. Right? You say one thing that's wrong, somebody's quitting your team, mm-hmm. uh, somebody's outing you, they are complaining man it is a critical world we live in right now and so i believe that that safety is one of the best things that we create um here in addition to, to serving them was there a moment chelsea that just sticks out as a beautiful moment that you think you'll never forget from this experience
1: yes on this experience we got to go whitewater rafting which was a blast and yes. may there was maybe two women on our group who had ever done it to ever to the other five it was completely brand new and, uh, everyone was nervous, but everybody did it. And it was the best thing. Um, everyone just talked about it for the rest of the day. So we got to go first thing in the morning, which we we thought it was going to be freezing, but it ended up being perfect because we had a heat wave going through Colorado at the moment. So it was literally perfect. Sitting on this raft, going down this river, nothing, no society in sight, no signs of society in sight. And just, Going through the canyon, the sound of the river, the uh, view of the trees and the mountains, it's stunning and breathtaking. Um, and we did it for four hours. Like you're literally just sitting on this raft, talking, engaging and experiencing the beauty that's surrounding you. Um, so that was definitely the highlight for me.
0: Yeah. So food is often the highlight for me. (laughs) Um, And the experiences, what's interesting is we we picture food as a meal, but we want to bring food and sort of turn it into an experience. Um, so talk about that a little bit now. It doesn't have to be, Hey, this was the best meal. Uh, It could have been, Hey, this was a long hour and a half, or we just had conversation and snacked a little bit. Charcuterie boards are one of my love languages, certainly (laughs) in the top two of things I love in this world. Um, talk about the food and and why that's so key to an experience like this,
1: man, food is a big, big deal. And it's, um, one of the most important things to me in my life. So, on this experience, like when you create exceptional food and bring it to the table um, I don't know, it just brings a whole new value and a whole new um, level of excellence maybe uh, so that we can serve our ladies and the men who come on our trip truly. Uh, So a couple of things that we did that were so fun. Yes, I absolutely loved the charcuterie boards as well. That was, I love making those. So we got to make um, several cheese, um, more savory flavored gourmet uh, charcuterie boards that were exceptional. I also put three together, a dessert one, which is the first time I've ever done that with chocolate covered strawberries and mangoes and Nutella and, and cheese, all the goodness. So that was phenomenal. Um, but we had the privilege on our last night there to, we meaning Karen and I, she's who led the experience with me to, um, serve our guests, a seven course meal with six wine pairings. Um, phenomenal. It was such a joy to slave over that and spoil the ladies that were there. Um, anything from, uh, uh, day, (laughs) let's see if I can get my words, (laughs) Uh, bacon wrapped dates with goat cheese in them all the way to this phenomenal strawberry galette, which is just a fancy word for a fancy strawberry pie with basil whipped cream on it. Oh. Um, just phenomenal. And, uh, so fun to get to spoil the ladies without and go through each course and let them eat as much as they want. And wow.
0: you're getting me excited for our <laughs> next experience. It's actually, as this airs, um, we are co-hosting an experience that's kind of putting coaching together with one of these replenishing experiences, Mm -hmm. but food will be a big deal. There's just, that's probably where you talked about some of the rafting, some of the fears, some of the joys, they come together at the table. And we forget that we're so disconnected, um, both in our busy life and just, I have four kids. So the reality is if we can get our kids to sit at the same table for 10 minutes, like that's a win. That's not necessarily beautiful. It's chaotic, but it matters to us. But, man, when you get tired leaders who sit at a table and remember the goodness of, oh, yeah, food can be good more than utility, that's always a highlight for me. That's when the laughs happen so much of the time. Uh, And I've said we move in and out of ridiculous belly laughing and tears somehow. I don't know how that happens, but, man, it moves quickly um, at the table. We create space for that. Um, absolutely love what I hear about this. Cannot wait. It gets me pumped up to lead the next experience. Just a, kind of the last question is, why are experiences like this so crucial? It's okay, listeners, if you can't make it to one of our future Stay Forth experiences. But why are these kind of replenishing, what I hear is regrounding experiences so important to people, but especially those with influence right now, Chelsea?
1: We have, um, we have too many people who are tired. We have too many people approaching burnout and um, it's critical that the leaders of today are able to find health, find wholeness and live in those, in those places sustainably for the years to come. If we're going to continue to reach impact Um, and an experience helps you do that. It's an investment in you right now today so that you can continue to live healthy and lead healthy and reach impact today and tomorrow, not just with your businesses, but also with your family, with your communities, with your spiritual communities. Um, We've got to stay healthy if we want to keep moving and if we want to um, create sustainability and if we want to live fully us. Like if we, if we don't take care of ourselves, then we'll get lost in the mix of it. And then we'll end up living Somebody else's life and chasing someone else's dreams, and how do you, as a CEO, or you as a pastor, or you as a mom, or whatever role it is that you're in, be the best you you can be? And we want to help you do that and and continue to rediscover that through experiences.
0: And so much of our culture is comparison. So how do we be our phrase unique design? Live in our unique design for living in the midst of the busyness, the rat race, comparison culture. Yes, and. I'm convinced that we can't unless we pull away. I mean, Jesus was Mm -hmm. always pulling away from the crowds. Like remember our mission, remember what you're uniquely designed for. It is nobody else's business Mm -hmm. and is not to be compared or borrowed cheaply from somebody else on social media. Um, And I find the joy in that um, we, we do have a few rules and one of them, we push social media out, we push email out because that's so many things sort of pulling us back to just survive the day Um, so you guys doing incredible work on these doing incredible work as a coach chelsea and for you guys listening i just want to tell you something i've heard at least 20 times on our experiences i almost canceled because i didn't think i had either the time or the money and i'm so glad i didn't and there's this ironic catch-22 how do we get people who are really busy and who Mm -hmm. may not think that they have the money On these experiences. Well, first of all, we started a scholarship fund that we want to help raise some of that money for you, either to be able to scholarship you or subsidize you or somebody else you know. If you hear this, and somebody is struggling, just needs some recentering. We do these in beautiful places. We're not suffering we do these. We have fun experiences. We ask you to take a few risks. I promise there's no team building. There's no weird trust falls or anything like that. We may Unless ask you want them. <laughs> and, yeah, then I guess we could serve you by creating those. And then we'll have a charcuterie <laughs> board waiting. Um, but beyond that, it's the time. How do we break away? Because you have busy things at home, you have responsibilities, and we get it. And that's actually why we've designed these for you. Everything about these is intentionally designed. We think about these, we pray over these, we listen to the applications, the things you're wrestling with, and each one is custom. We've never done two of them the exact same way. And so we just want you to hear that if you are listening to consider either you or somebody else, you know, um, at least investigating these, maybe you go on these and plan one of these with three friends. So you've just kind of grown disconnected Um, with through the season of COVID, maybe your staff, you create an amazing experience for your staff. But here's what I found. If we want to change the narrative where leaders feel valued, then you have to go in a place where you're valued yourself. How are you going to help other people feel valued if you don't feel valued? We've heard people come back from these experiences, Chelsea, and say, I've got to lead my team on something like this and they've done nights together. Mm -hmm. They've done fun immersions together. They've made it work for the budget. It doesn't have to be a multi-thousand dollar investment on the staff, but it could just be we went ax throwing and then we went go-karting and then we ended up with this amazing dessert together with our team. That's incredible. And that's inspired all kinds of other things like that. Maybe your family, you say, man, food, we've gotten away from it mattering so much. We've heard so many different applications afterwards and we're just so grateful that we get to do these. And again, if you are considering this experience, just head on over to stayforth.com, click on our experiences tab, and you can take a look at four of our experiences. You can jump on the wait list for our next one. You can send us an email and, and describe the kind of experience you'd like. We want to hear feedback from you if this triggers anything in your mind and heart, something that you get excited about. And we love to help plan that experience. And we know that there are going to be lots of experiences coming up. So stay tuned. We'll announce those on our email list. Chelsea, thanks for popping by. Thanks for caring for those women a couple weeks ago.
1: Thank you for hosting me, Alan. It's been, it was a blast. I'm super excited to do it again soon. So
0: awesome. You'll hear from us again. We have a couple of all-male experiences, all-female experiences. Again, right now we're co-hosting this co-ed experiences for leaders that want to design their way forward, a strategic experience. So stay tuned from us experiences that help leaders replenish and we continue to do coaching that helps leaders clarify and sometimes a combination of both. Friends, we are crazy enough to believe that you can live and lead right side up in this upside down world. That burned out, stressed out, anxiety ridden don't have to be the adjectives that describe the way that you lead and you live and you abide in a day-to-day Way in a day to day schedule, in a day to day rhythm and routine. Friends, we are here in your corner. We're going to continue to talk about the value and the power of experiences. We're also going to continue to talk about the power and value of clarifying our next steps through coaching, about overcoming those obstacles, naming those obstacles, and ultimately becoming the person who God designed you to be. So look ahead for that. Maybe you're considering coaching. You're going to hear more about that from the fall from our amazing team of coaches, Chelsea, and others. Across the country. Friends, we love you. We care about you. If you have any thoughts from this podcast or any ideas about upcoming experiences, we'd love to hear from you. Just shoot me an email and our team an email at hello at stayforth.com. That's hello at stayforth.com. Friends, we will check you over on the Right Side Up community on Facebook. That is a safe place for you to continue to ask questions, to dig in, to meet other leaders who want to live and lead as God designed them. we we'll catch you on the next episode. The right side of Leadership Podcast.